Do your neighbors judge you when you run around like a madman to the mailbox? Are you spending the last of your paycheck on a book of stamps? Do you find yourself printing form letters at 3 o'clock in the morning? Well, welcome to Autographers Anonymous. Hello, and welcome to the Autographers Anonymous podcast, where we talk about our autograph addictions. Let's go around the room. Mike. What's up, guys? It's Mike, a.k.a. The Godfather, and I am addicted to bacon. I love bacon. Hello, everybody. My name is Troy Rudder, and I am still addicted to forever stamps, even though they're growing up by five cents in January. Even international? <laughs> um, speaking of international, my name is Zane Savage, and I love that Canadian shipping is finally open again. Um, again, this is a show about autograph addiction. Uh, we're here to talk about autograph collecting, TTMs and persons, mostly TTMs since uh, that's mostly what we do, but we're open to talk about in-persons if you want. Um, we're going to go ahead and get started, as always, with our new returns, and we'll go with the guy that has the most, which I'm not sure who that is today, uh, but we'll start with Mike. We'll go with Mike. Go ahead, Mike. All right, guys. Uh, I got, of course, my small stack of returns but i also got a few purchases that i want to show you guys uh, picked up a lot of cards picked up a steve mcnair r.i.p uh, picked him up because he was unfortunately killed what about five years ago um got this jim kelly he is pretty much a $50 donation if you want them TTM. Uh, pick this up for the price of all these for basically the price of uh, his TTM request. And I got this. This is a Wayne Gretzky TTM that somebody got when the window was open. I unfortunately did not get mine back, so I picked this up on a card. Looks pretty. We'll have to do a uh, case again sometime. Hopefully, if they vote for it. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready. Um, also got these. I'm very stoked about this. I got a, a lot of two 8x10s. Garth Brooks. I've been trying to get him forever. You guys can form your own opinions of the autograph. I actually saw that on Facebook. I think it's legit. My opinion. But they're two definitely signed by the same person. Not authenticated. Uh, that's why I got them at such a great deal. So a little tip for you guys: if you, you know, do your research and are smart about it, you can find some pretty good deals because it's not authenticated. All right, TTMs that came in. I sent to basically everyone on the Tampa Bay Lightning <laughs> uh, because that's my team, and they're starting to roll in. Uh, this is Anthony Sorelli, so it's nice to see. Current players signing, signing three of three. Uh, just one of the fun ones. You guys know I love my oddball stuff. This is Arthur Fry. He is the inventor of the post-it note. Hmm. So here's a four by six photo of a post-it note that he signed. And here's the man himself with a post-it note on his head. And signed down there at the bottom. Tried Patrick Waugh. Did not sign my photos, but I got the pre-printed. It's not pre-printed. It's a uh, pre-signed postcard. Uh, definitely signed, hopefully, by him. This is my second or third try trying to get this guy, Martin Kleba. He is the little man in Pirates of the Caribbean. Signed a couple of... Pirates photos. He was in a couple of different movies too. Uh, the Snow White one. And he sent a Panini Americana card or Donruss oh, Americana. I tried to collect that set at one time and it was tough. Yeah, it's a cool set. A lot of people are con people and the con people don't sign TTM usually. So, all right. This one I, uh, I talked about, I think either offline or in one of the podcasts, Jeremy Bullock, who played Boba Fett, is now just signing. That's not a good example. You see this one a little better. 
just his first name. So just Jeremy. It used to be full signature. Now it's down to Jeremy. And I wonder if he did that contract people from selling. Hundred percent. Yeah, he's he's big on the cons. You know, yeah, he he makes his money. That's smart. I, I've always said like I don't have a problem with that. Somebody wants to sign that way and yeah. like keep their their con autographs separate from their actual TTMs. Like I totally respect that. And so, you you know if you look on eBay, people are yeah. selling them. You know, you yep. can tell the difference. Uh, one of the classiest guys in the NBA, Dirk Nowitzki, signed one, which he, he's one, one per, but get him while you can uh, before he retires. Fifth all-time on points, I think, something like that. Fifth yeah, or sixth. Definitely top ten. I uh, got this in. James – or Edward James Almost. This is a Miami Vice – Yes. Right there. And I think he won Academy Award for Stand and Deliver. He's kind of a tough That's signature. Cool. Yeah. Now this one, this is Dave Newell. He is known as the speedy delivery postman from Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, and he hooked it up. <laughs> Signed oh, yeah. my three photos, which I'll show those real quick. Uh, Sent three, these are probably nine by six postcards. Hold on, I'm not done. <laughs> A, let's see, four page letter. Wow. A bunch of Mr. Rogers postcards, Mr. Rogers stickers. A speedy delivery DVD movie, a speedy delivery book, a Mr. Rogers playbook on parenting, and a Mr. Rogers. This one, I like this. <laughs> when a pet dies. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so he, he, he sent me a bunch of stuff. It was a huge envelope. Classy guy. Uh, the letter was awesome. Just one of those guys that appreciates his fans. Yeah, and he's also known as the guy who has disappointed me so often when I order a signed Fred Rogers book, and it's always signed by him. Mm, it's nice. <laughs> yeah. I was I flipped through about every page of the Mr. Rogers book. And I'm like, please be signed. Please yep. be signed. Please be signed. Yep. <laughs> Um, you guys know if you follow me on YouTube that one of my like PCs, I guess you'd call it, is the Kennedy assassination. This one's pretty cool. This is Jeff Fresens. He is the little boy in the Zapruder film that's on the opposite side of Abraham Zapruder. So that's a shot from there. This is the first day cover that I send to everyone. And then a shot of Dealey Plaza kind of an overview and he circled where he was so that's a pretty cool return uh, this one Harry Potter fans Luna Lovejoy this is there we go Evian Lynch I sent this to the UK address and it actually came back from the United States because she was on Dancing with the Stars and she sent a nice note on this photo. Hmm. Sent a couple extras. So Harry Potter fans. But she's been great to her, her fans. She's a great signer. Uh, one of my white whales back in the day, Roger Craig. I couldn't get him to sign forever and finally got him a couple times. But the 84 Tigers were my team growing up, and he was his pitching coach. And somebody made a cool, like, custom card from his playing days. Man, he's still alive. I thought he yeah. passed away. <laughs> he's got to yeah, be I, way up there. Up there. Uh, this one's cool because I got a, uh, a sketch. This is the creator of Johnny Bravo cartoon. Oh, from man, that is. Okay, that's right up my alley. Van Partelli. So he signed What's my his name again? Sorry. Uh, Van Partelli, P-A-R-T-I-B-L-E, but signed all three. That's him there in the car with Johnny. 
signed the three photos that I sent, but this is the, the kicker on a Cartoon Network Studios post-it and drawn Johnny Bravo. Pretty awesome. That is awesome. Uh, one from one of the greatest ballet dancers of all time, Mikhail Barishnikov. Still waiting on him, man. Yeah, this one took yeah, yeah, forever. So that one, that one was out. <laughs> uh, if you guys follow me again on social networks, you guys know I'm a huge wrestling geek. Uh, the old ECW. I'm not talking about the crap that WWE tried to pawn off. I'm talking about the old in the like the bingo halls. Uh, this is CW Anderson. He had some great feuds with Tommy Dreamer that tracked him down. Uh, a couple more here. D. Bradley Baker is a great voice actor. American Dad, Klaus. Phineas and Ferb. Perry the Platypus. And from Star Wars, The Clone Wars, he does a few voices. Captain Rex. Uh, one. Star Wars Return, last one I'll show. Got this in actually today. This is Garrick Hogan, and he played Briggs. Mm -hmm. And this is the deleted scene from The New Hope with Mark Hamill. And the X-Wing, and he, he spanked these with a uh, nice silver paint pen. And the last one here, black and white. Didn't he die in the movie? Yep. Yeah. Spoiler, spoiler. Oh, <laughs> spoiler man. 1977. Yeah, 77. <laughs> uh, that, that's pretty much it. I got a few other things, but that's that's the highlights. Sweet. That, that was awesome. Tony. Who? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, uh, as far as my videos go, I have a stack of about 50 since last time I did a video, but here's some from the last uh, couple weeks. Kind of been kind of slowing down because I haven't sent anything in a month or so. So I a uh, couple for the set. Let's see what I can do here. Uh, Scott Geralt's. For those who don't know, I'm working on a full signed 1991 Don Russ set. How close are you, Troy? I'm so far away. <laughs> uh, I'm still trying to get, I've sent to Ryan Sandberg several times, but uh, a couple with donation and I still haven't gotten anything. Oh, I'm getting some feedback from someone. Yeah. That was probably uh, sorry. Uh, Walt Terrell. Again, for the set. And then a couple other, actually there's one more for the set that just came in yesterday. Uh, this is one I've been waiting on. Dave Rigetti. Ooh, Donner's Kings. So those the, look sweet signed. For the Donner's Kings. It's kind of yeah. thin, thin blue, but I'll take it. But, yeah. I was going to try to PC those at one one time yeah. because there's so many Donner's Kings. I think they're dr all drawn by, a, uh, t what's the Perez guy? Dave uh, Perez. Perez. Yeah, I think he does most of them. Uh, part of Perez Steel, who yep, also makes Perez the uh, hall, yeah. the Hall of Fame cards, yep. but that deal look amazing signs. So got got a few more for the set, and then a couple random ones. Uh, Wei Yin Chen. I like these uh, Tops Heritage, kind of neat. Uh, Dan Jennings, and then a couple hockey. Too bad uh, Summers isn't on here. Uh, Peter Duris. That's uh, not Boston. He wouldn't care. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think it is that Pele Eklund, something like that. That was a great set. So yeah, and this is like the only hockey set I've ever actually bought. Was a ninety-one? Is it ninety-one score? Yeah. So that's what I've been sending out, and I've just been sending out pretty much everything. Um, the Canada ones are really fun to get back. So that's about all I have. Like I said, uh, for for my videos, I, I have a stack of that many I need to go through. But that's since September. But 
the ones we just showed are pretty recent. So we expect facts in that video, by the way. Yeah, no video, no video in the video, but <laughs> yeah, no video, but, but at least facts. <laughs> um, so I didn't get any returns because I've been working my butt off on the business, and I really haven't sent anything out new. I'm still waiting for my specialty cards to come back, which aren't looking good. Um, I had a lot of problems with the size of the envelopes, as you guys know. Anyway, so I did a fun little project with purchases, and I wanted to show you. I saw this blog article. I don't know if it popped up on Facebook or, you know, those click holes you get into. And it's like, hey, click me so I can get ad money. Well, I clicked one, and it was the most ridiculous trading cards of all time. I'm like, that's fun. So I went and I bought some of the most ridiculous trading cards of all time. I have them here with me. Uh, most of these are cheap. There's a couple that were like hundreds of dollars, and I was like, nope. The Ripken was on there. I didn't do that one. Everybody knows about the Ripken. These are like lesser known uh, cards. If you're a big card collector, you probably know about them, but if you're not, you probably don't. I'm going to save the most expensive one for last, the rarest one, because it's a minor league card. Um, but here we go. Let's get started. We have Mickey Hatcher with a giant glove. So... That's number one. Weird. Got ink on my hand. Um, Frank Zupo with the uh, amazing brow there. Check that out. That's a man's man. All right. This is this is my favorite. This is what brought me into the article because I saw this card. I was like, that can't be a real card. It is, folks. And it's Oscar as a car. I love this one. It's my favorite one, man. Look at him. He loves that bat. That's his favorite bat. I want to frame this. Um, next one. It's uh, Steve Lake. And he loves his bird. So he took a picture with his bird. And uh, <laughs> this is the last one. I'm just going to hold it up. And uh, we'll see. Already, Troy already knows. But let's see if Mike can see uh, what's going on with this card. Yeah, and uh, I, I hadn't seen that once before. So yeah. Let me see if I can focus it. I'm going to try to focus it in here. This is great for our uh, audio listeners, by the way. <laughs> uh, but we need an for, audio descriptive. If, yeah, if you want to uh, see these, you have to go over to our YouTube channel and watch this video. Just this section. You can go back to the audio podcast. Um, so let me uh, let me focus in here so you guys can actually see the card. Okay, so it's gonna unfocus and then slow roll it. Okay. Oh, you didn't scan it in? No. I no, I, actually, that would have been a good idea. Well, I, I wanted to hold up the card. I mean, I could have just said I had the card, and I didn't. All right. So, can you see that? Let's see what's going on there. Mike, can you see? Take a guess. Oh. <laughs> Taking it in the newts. Yep. This is a card of a minor league baseball player. His name is Keith Comstock, and he's taken one right in the noodle. Um, and not the noodle, not the upper noodle, the lower noodle. Um, and it actually shows the baseball hitting him and him flinching. And they used it in the minor league pro card set. Um, so that, that card actually is um, quite in quite demand. So it was a little pricey. I think it was like 15 bucks. But uh, that was the top I was willing to spend. All the other ones were out of my price range. I was like, nope, not spending like 50 bucks on a funny card. What was um, the name again? Keith Comstock. Keith Comstock. So um, that's my returns. I, I did that for fun just because I wanted to have the cards. And I thought it'd be fun to show them off to you guys. So I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> um, Beckett's actually doing a list of the top 100 uh, sports cards from uh, the the 1980s, maybe oh, cool. the 80s and 90s, and uh, that Hatcher card is one of them. It's it's in the high, I think 80s 80s or 90s. They're working their ridiculous. Way down. That glove is ridiculous. Uh, I don't know what the uh, explanation behind that was, but it's got to be something funny. I'm sure they have it in Beckett actually. Um, let's move on to our next segment, which is new. We created a new segment. New segment alert. Um, this is called the Collector Chronicles or Collector's Chronicles. We haven't decided yet. There may be an S at the end of Collectors. Um, but this is going to be a segment where we pick one person to tell a story about a funny story, a unique story, a crazy story. 
um, that they experienced in their correct collecting career because all of us have been collecting for many, 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 many years. And there's lots of weird stuff that has, has happened. And um, this is just a little fun reason to uh, tell you some of those stories. So we're going to start out with origin stories. And um, to this week's origin story of why he got into collecting is coming from Troy. Go ahead, Troy boy. All right. It's, it's Tony, but you know, uh. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> um, well, I first got into collecting probably when I was a kid, I was probably about, I don't know, 10. And the first autographs that I actually got, this is different than what's in the book, by the way, but I'll get there. <laughs> um, we were actually, um, for the Iowa State Cyclones, we were what's what was known as a home away from home family for one of the players who later went to the NBA, um, Barry Stevens, who was a big uh, star back in the in the eighties for Iowa State, and he was like the first autograph I got because they they would come at the games and they'd sell the programs, and inside the program would be this, you know, you unfold it and it'd be a big picture of them. And so you could get it signed. And so I got a bunch of the Iowa state players, but then it was, uh, in seventh grade. Um, I was a friend of mine that I just met introduced me to doctor who. So this is a doctor who origin story. <laughs> and, uh, at the time the Iowa, the public television, there was actually a tour. Um, uh, it was like a semi truck that would go around to all the public access or public television stations. And it, you go inside the thing and there'd be the doctor who console and some props and a head in a glass case or something, some monster from the, you know, the years, <laughs> I guess. Um, but one of the actresses was Janet Fielding who played Tegan to uh, Peter Davison's doctor, who was the only one that I really knew. And so um, we went to this event and it was a Q&A. And of course, being a kid, you know, she mentioned this thing. Uh, there was this episode called Snake Dance. Man, I, I remember the name. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't thought of that in years. Um, and she played, uh, she got like, got possessed by Mara or something like that. And there was a stick called the Mara stick. And uh, she had this weird laugh in that show. And she's like, and whenever someone asked me to do the laugh, I hit them with the stick. And so, <laughs> of course, what did I do is I raised my hand. Could you do the laugh? And so I got hit with the Mara stick. Oh, there's so many <laughs> jokes there, but I'm just going to yeah, go but, on with um, the story before I make this. Not <laughs> about, uh, and so part of that was collect, uh, you got an auto signed autograph. So that was technically my first uh, entertainment autograph, I guess. And from then, uh, I didn't know what really collecting was or that you could do this for a couple of years. And then I found this computer network, I guess you would call it, it was called Lexus and Nexus. I don't know if Zane remembers Lexus and Nexus or not, but it was, uh, it was like a library catalog where you could access old magazines and full text before the internet. And so I'd go on there and I'd look up who had who as a manager or something. And yeah, I'd send stuff away and I get back one every three or four months, you know, and that's pretty much how I started. And then I waned off for a few years and then obviously I, I came back later, but this is pre-internet folks. You had to work. Yeah. <laughs> you had to put your time in to uh, get a response back and, and you sent out a lot of duds. Yeah, yeah, because back then the only, pretty much the only thing you had was their agent or manager, you know, back then, and that's only if they were mentioned in Variety, you know. Exactly. So, so uh, Brian Swordstrom of Brillstein Gray signed whoever, you know, you'd right. and say, oh, oh, and then you'd send it there. There was no sending to set addresses, none of that. Maybe there was, I didn't, but so yeah, and plus being in in high school. Your funds aren't that big for yeah, exactly. postage cost money and, <laughs> and photos. So. You know, it was hard to get photos because you didn't have a high resolution scanner. 
Right. And you had to walk index cards. You have to walk up hills both ways to the post office. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. So but um yeah, you know, it's it's pretty fun to see how that type of collecting has evolved. But there's there's been conventions everybody knows since you know the star trek days and maybe even before that you know that type of thing but and that's where you would share information you would share information through actually meeting people and newsletters uh, paper newsletters newsletters. fan club newsletters and stuff like that so yep but fun times yeah but it was it was really like one one every six months back then you know and then we had like uh the apartment building was one of those things where the regular mail was locked, but anything oversized was just in a bin underneath. <laughs> and so it's like, come home from school and see if there's something left in the yeah. little sorter there. And you're like, oh, I hope someone didn't steal something. Take but, it. Yeah. 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 So. Craziness. Well, that's a great story. I so. appreciate you telling that. And you'll get to hear ours in later episodes. So look forward to that. Um, we're going to move on to our main topic for today, which is a pretty short topic. Because I think we can all answer it within like a minute. But let's try to extend it out past that. For, <laughs> all right. Um, it's what do you do with your fakes, your uh, auto pens, and your sex? I mean, secretarials, people. Come on. Get your mind out of the gutter. So what do you guys do with those? Do you uh, throw them away? Do you keep them just in case? Do you sell them on eBay like a douche nozzle? What do you guys do? <laughs> Uh, well, I'll go first. I guess um, for a long time, I would just write uh, fake, not real on the back and kind of file them just so if something ever happened to me or something, someone didn't think they were real. Um, but after a while, I started just shredding them if I knew for certain that they were <laughs> auto pens. And so uh, on camera, I would I'd call it Brodericking because uh, Matthew Broderick was known for sending auto pens or secretarials, secretarials. I forget what it was. And so when I got one, you know, I, I ripped it up and I threw it over my head type of a thing, but pretty much I, I did shred everything. And I think it actually, I think I shredded a good one of Matthew Modine that I now think was real. So, but think of all um, the views you got from the shredding. Was it worth the sacrifice of the Modine? <laughs> I didn't film it either. I didn't film oh the shredding. Gosh. Yeah. 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 I know. But, so that's what I do. I, I, I get them out of my possession as soon as possible. Or if I don't, I definitely write fake, not real on the back just so nobody tries to, you know, if I did. Absolutely. Yeah. That's my worry, too. Mike? Well, the uh, secretarials, you know, we, we don't know 100%. You can send them to a third-party authenticator and, you know, get their opinion on it. So... If, it, if it's signed and you know it's not an auto pen, I still stick that in binders until, you know, I I make up my mind, but I, I file those. Auto pens that are very obvious auto pens, I have a, a, a file cabinet type thing, a little portable one. I just shove them in there. I'll throw out this name, see if you guys remember the studio fan mail. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So studio fan mail was you could send emails to, you know, big one was Angelina Jolie at studiofanmail.com or whatever it was, and you could assign photo. But they were all auto penned or preprints. Mm-hmm. You know, I've kept all those just I mean, it was something to do back in the day, and they'd send them out for free and you'd come home and be like, ooh, something in the mail. But I mean, those are obvious not real autographs right um, real fast i just want to jump in if you want to get really depressed go to star tiger and scroll down anybody who had studio fan mail and see how many probably authentics there are i know the same yeah. photo like really same, depressing yeah. It, it's yeah. not like they used an auto pen machine and signed different variations it's the same exact photo signed in the same exact place and very obvious that it's not real but people are like oh it's authentic you, know, you find them on ebay too but so I, I I keep that stuff. You know, it, it's not my main collection, but anything I get back, I'm just like, ah, okay, I got something back. I'll file that. Um, like I said, with the secretarials, though, I I don't shred anything. I don't throw it away just because I'm not 100 percent sure. 
Um, I'm not the type of person who sends stuff into PSA or uh, one of the third parties. Um, I, I don't want to spend the money, but I do hold on to it. And, you know, I'll, I'll post it online if I have, if I want other people's opinions. Um, but of course, everyone's an expert online. So <laughs> Mike's what we call a damn optimist. <laughs> I am holding out hope, but yep. you know, I, I, I hold on to the stuff, the stuff that I know that is, you know, 100% fake. I just throw in the garbage. I've got a couple of those. I think uh, Kendra Wilkinson back in the day uh, when it was, what was the show she was on with the three uh, Hefner girls, girls next door or something like that. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Hugh Hefner girlfriends but it was you know it looked like a third grader wrote it and it wasn't even close to anything you know online that her autograph looked like so i was just like Psh, garbage yep. but that could have been authentic you could have thrown away an authentic you don't know <laughs> now i i am similar to you mike I, I wish I would have thought of the Shredder idea and filmed it because I think you can go on abuse that way. But um, I have a death pile, just a pile of stuff that's junk. Um, it could be photos that I get back that are like, sometimes they would send stuff that uh, was not signed. It's just a regular photo. Some of those flyers you got from like uh, the Fred Rogers guy, um, stuff like that goes in my death pile. And it's just promotional materials. Um Stamp signatures for sure, auto pens for sure. Um, secretarials um, hang around in my books if they have a chance. So I'm pretty much in the same boat with you on that. Um, but I'm going to start tagging everything. I need to go through and tag everything. Probably not authentic, like Troy does, because I I also am in the same boat. Is if anything happened to me, I don't want people thinking this stuff is real, because I see too many times an estate sale of autographs, and it's like oh. That person wrote the studio fan mail 500 times. That's worth nothing. So I don't want to be that guy. So, you got any Gene Wilder in your uh, death pile then? No. Do no? You, actually, you're worried about the. Oh, yeah. He did start signing stamps. The uh, stamp. Yeah. I, dude, I'm the. I found this address, dude. I'm the one that, <laughs> that, that like, pushed it out there. So, like, um, he signed with that L that wasn't a loop. It was just a, an L that was uh, mm. away from the signature. And I put that in my maybe pile for, or in my book. And I was like, eh, I'm not sure on this. Cause it's weird. Well, it turns out there was a pop century set that had a certified auto from him. Sticker auto had that single L in it. So I'm like, I'm good. This one's legit. <laughs> uh, so anyways, that I, I'm kind of in the same mixer of both. Cause I, I really want to start marking my stuff. Uh, I need to get on that. So a little lazy. Um, let's go ahead and announce the winner for the giveaway. The last show three weeks ago. Did we apologize? I don't think I apologized. I apologized for not having a show last week. It was late notice. Uh, Thanksgiving got in the way of some stuff. Plus Stacy Schaefer was sick and uh, it was just a combination of uh, bad timing. And we didn't notify you guys in a short enough uh uh, long enough span yeah long enough span so we'll try to do that better next time we'll get alerts out on twitter and facebook faster so you guys don't expect to show that day and we're like oh yeah by the way we're not doing it it's kind of crappy on our, our part my part um so um the giveaway uh, three weeks ago the giveaway troy boys book uh great book if you haven't got it uh go over to amazon look up troy rudder autographs and just buy that book because it's great. But the winner, uh, and it was a Instagram contest, is Victoria Terrell. Victoria Terrell, congratulations. You won the book signed by Troy Rudder, going to be sent to you. Just uh, I already sent you a uh, an at on Instagram. Just go ahead and send us a email, and uh, we'll get that out to you ASAP. And this week, what's up for grabs? Why am I watching this show? To get free stuff. That's what you're thinking to yourself. What am I going to get this week? Well, here we go. Bam. Nick Cannon. Uh, so one washed up star. <laughs> certified auto. <laughs> and what do you know? He's got a little buddy over here named Jamie Kennedy. Another washed up star. Another certified auto. So, um, <laughs> I mean, if you like their comedy or, you know, whatever. Uh, I don't mean to be so harsh. Um, and you can get their autograph. All you have to do is enter by going to Facebook and answering the question, 
how did you get into autograph collecting? Uh, and if you don't collect autographs, you collect trading cards, you want to tell that story, go ahead and tell that story. Just post it on our wall. Uh, just go to Facebook and type in Autographers Anonymous will pop up um, or first ones. So uh, post on our wall. Tell us how you got into collecting. Um, we'd love to hear your story. If there's an interesting story, maybe we'll talk about it next show. You never know. So uh, that is the contest for today. Let's move on to the most popular segment in the show so far. The case against. Um, so <laughs> this is the uh, case against Uma Thurman. This was voted on uh, last show, and uh, we have done our research and come to our conclusions. Now we must banter and see if we hold the same opinions at the end of the show, and uh, then we'll vote and see uh, how we as a group feel about the new Uma Thurman signatures coming from the Via Venue uh, Broadway show. Um, I think I know where Mikey stands. Do you want to go ahead and start, Mikey? All right. I've got a dog in the fight. I was one of the guys that sent to Uma Thurman. Uh, signed two of two. This is the Kill Bill. And, of course, Pulp Fiction. So I sent probably early to mid-run of the show. And I saw, you know, the first returns, then I sent mine, and then I saw the end of the show and stuff was coming back from via venue post-show. Um, I honestly believe that what I got is an authentic signature. Now, I'm not saying every signature that came from that set or that show is authentic. Um, I saw stuff at the end of the show and post show that I think the window kind of got flooded and she couldn't keep up. So she started sending out secretarials at the end. Um, I got a couple of printouts here. This is a certified Beckett from the Pulp Fiction. Now Uma has a very distinctive uh, first part of the signature, the U almost looks like it goes to an H. It's connected U down to the M. It's This is a certified Beckett Kill Bill. And you can see the big looping U connected down to the M. It makes it look like a UH. Now she's she's a little kind of all over the place on on the Thurman, but yeah, that's that's the part that was like okay, we're dealing with the a, a, a Madsen here. Yeah, so if if you look, you got the big looping U connected, makes it look like an H Huma Thurman. Um, the T, from what I've seen is not connected in most of them. She does connect sometimes from the T to the cross and then kind of runs the back side of the signature. Uh, here is the, this one's a little harder to see, but this is the Pulp Fiction, big looping U down to the H, which is an M. And then this one is actually connected, but the T runs down and just kind of trails off on the Thurman. Just from what I've seen, what I have, like I said, mid-show, mid-run of the show, I think came back authentic. The post-show autographs, I think that were coming back, were secretarial. So, of course, I, I, I like I said, I've got a dog in the fight, but what i've seen you know i'm i'm leaning towards probably authentic if asterisk <laughs> if you got it before you know that window closed which i think was towards the end of the show and post show if you got it once the show closed and it came back a couple weeks later i don't think those were authentic but if you got it at the very beginning or mid show before the window closed you've got an authentic uma 
Okay. I'm going to surprise you. I agree, and I, I don't even see I, – I didn't see much evidence of um, a signature change other than a couple that were a little weird. Um, but most of the later ones um, – I fo okay. I focus in a lot on the inscriptions. Uh, I feel like there's so much more evidence in the inscriptions than there is the signature, um, and I, I'm better at pointing out little flaws and differences in handwriting. Um, that's why I like to have my stuff inscribed. If I buy something, I'd rather have something inscribed to somebody than just plain signed, because I have more confidence in authenticity. Um, so here's what I did. I, I, I focused in on that. Let's, I'm gonna do a screen share here. That way you guys can see. All right. Oh, we're getting flashy. Okay. Getting flashy with it. All right. So this, uh, what you're seeing here, is a, um, a TTM from 2011, and it was a uh, Broadway TTM. So as you can see here, the T is connected to the O, and that is very – I've seen that in every single signature – uh, that she signed an inscription. So she has the cross T directly going into the O on the top, which is unique. Also, another sign is the little dash. Now, as we know, dashes aren't always consistent. Sometimes they leave the dashes off. But somebody who dashes, um, usually, it's it's a sign that helps. It's not, it's not a guarantee. Like, you can scroll down here from the same, and there's no dash. So... Um, I just noticed this too. Love is written in two different ways. So you got the L here, and then you got the like cursive L there. A little weird, but uh, so that's 2011. I think that one's definitely authentic because I matched it with this, which was signed uh, at a restaurant, I believe, uh, like on a napkin or something. It's a little older signature, but again, uh, the cool thing about old signatures is you can still use the handwriting because usually handwriting doesn't change. Signatures do. Um, so again. Got the T crossed with the upper uh, part of the O. And what do we got over here? We got the little dash. So uh, I think these are two very good examples of authentic UMAs. And this one would be a very good uh, example of a TTM uh, UMA because we know it was sent TTM and it's got the characteristics and the handwriting. So we move on. This is a TTM that was paid for via the play. And uh, I don't know if uh, – I noticed some were inscribed and some weren't. I don't know if the ones that were inscribed were paid for, but this was specifically paid for. And I would think that uh, that would boost chances of authenticity. That would be kind of uh, immoral to secretarily sign something that was paid for. Uh, but, again, what do you got? You got the T crosses with the uh, top of the O over here. No dash, but, again, she didn't sign with a dash on the uh, other TTM uh, in 2011. And then we have the heart. That's that's what this comes down to. I think the uh, the heart says it all because hearts are drawn in two different ways. You have the one stroke up and over bubbly heart, and then you have the two stroke meet in the middle heart. So um, again, this was paid for um, via the play that you know we're judging here. Um, so that was the only one I saw that said it was paid for. Um, and now we go to the TTM returns. Now, I, I'm not sure on dates on these because I, I, I wasn't even thinking that maybe she would have a secretarial sign just at the end. So uh, I'd like to see some evidence of that. Um, I don't know if you have anything pulled up, Mike, but uh, I, I might look on here in a second. Um, but this is a return um, from the theater, free. Um, again, T meets the O on top, crossed heart, two different separate motions. Um, Matches the handwriting. Uh, move on. What do you see? T, me at the top. No dash, but the she's got kind of, might I say, crappy handwriting, and it kind of shows in all of her inscriptions. Um, again, just focusing on all the inscriptions here because I feel like it shows more evidence. Uh, again, another return. How's the heart, heart drawn? Two. Um, yeah, and that's it. So... I concluded that uh, – let me get back to to myself here. Um, I concluded that they, they look authentic. I don't have any reason uh, to think they're not. Um, again, there were some uh, near the end that were kind of um, – let me see. 
they almost look flatter. Is that, are those the ones you're talking about? Like, um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying I'm to find an example. Um, I'm looking, I'm seeing aug, uh, August returns are the latest on Star Tiger. Um, and those are squiggly, more squiggly looking. Um, was that, was that your concern? Like, uh, almost hesitated? Yeah, it didn't have the characteristics of the uh, the Uma on it. This one does. It's just a little squigglier. It was August. Mm. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and pull that up. Um, so I'll, I'll sc- share my screen here. Um, so this is the latest one. And uh, you got some squiggliness, like awkwardness here. You can see it's not a straight line. It's kind of mm-hmm. like a hesitation almost, uh, it looks like. But uh, I would say, if you want to see hesitation, uh, where's her certified auto from 1996? Um, she, she had a certified auto card, and it's one of the worst certified autos I've ever seen. I guess it's not on here. But, um, yeah, um, hesitation is, I would say, one of her characteristics that's thrown in every once in a while. Um, her certified auto in, in, like, 96, I know it's, you know, 20, no, 30 years ago. Oh my gosh. I'm getting old. Um, no, it, no, it's 20 years ago, right? Yeah. 20. Um, it's 20 years ago, but I, I, it's, I found it quite common in her signature. Do you have any evidence to combat that? If that's what you're talking about? Cause the UH kind of looked similar there. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to find the examples I, I was looking at. And we want to hear from you guys too. If if you have any uh, opinions on this, um, feel free to type it in chat. Um, we have several people in chat right now, or you can uh, just go to the Facebook page and battle it out. Um, what do you think, Mister Troy? I was initially skeptical when the frenzy was going on. Um, I mean, there were more people writing to her than wrote to Andrew Lincoln back in the. <laughs> the yeah. height of the uh, the Walking Dead craze, it seemed like, but um, it's kind of grown on me, and I, I do think that they are probably uh, authentic, especially like you said during the beginning and middle. I don't have enough real information to to make a guess at the at the end. That's, that's where yeah. I am. If I can see actual like evidence of a signature change. Um, because like I said, I focus mostly on the inscriptions. It's kind of my expertise because I do books a lot and books. I mean, have inscriptions. I think you could definitely rule out auto pen, you know, definitely. Yeah. But um, I, I'm I'm going to go. Well, I'll wait until you call the vote. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you can see this. I hope hopefully we don't get feedback, but I, I guess not- it's more the. Uh, hmm. The last name. Yeah. I guess it's it's pretty much the same. Like I said, my main focus was the 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 U and the M, which kind of looks like the H. It's it's hard to judge something by the last name because she it just trails off. There's not much to it. It's Mm -hmm. garbage. Yep. Well, I don't I don't see enough evidence to say that that started being secretarial because her signature let me let me i'm gonna pull it up because it's crazy how bad that certified auto is um <laughs> let me pull it up autograph uh, was it batman and robin poison ivy <laughs> They called me Mr. Freeze. <laughs> okay. Open the link in your tab. That's my favorite Batman movie. Okay, here we go. Certified auto. I'm gonna I'm gonna screenshot it one last time, folks. And let's take a look at this amazing autograph here. Uma Thurman. Certified auto, poison ivy, <laughs> autograph series. Look at that beast. Um yeah. I don't. I've seen ones actually worse than that. I've seen actually ones with hesitation in them from that set. So this is actually one of the okay ones. But uh, hmm. yeah, I don't know, man. 
Uh, now that I'm looking at it, that one looks okay. I, I swear, to, I swear, some of them are, are worse than that. But, anyways, um, do we want to take a vote? See where we stand on this. Do it. You, you ready, Mike, for the vote? Yep. All right. Official vote. We go. Uh, uh, our our bars are definitely authentic. Probably authentic. Neutral. Probably fake. Definitely fake. Okay. Uh, I will never vote definitely authentic. I just think it's irrational. So uh, the highest I will ever go is probably authentic. Um, and I think that's where I'm going to sit. I'm, I'm, I'm at probably authentic. So uh, Troy Boy, I think you've already said yours, but go ahead and say it again. Yeah, uh, I guess I would go probably authentic for all of the via venue ones. Um, I haven't seen any from agencies or managers lately, but the via venue ones, yeah, I'd say yeah. Two probably authentics, Mike. I am going to go probably authentic if you scored one in, through the via venue back when she was signing. That's a A-list celebrity that was uh, gracious enough to sign, I think. Yeah, awesome. Congratulations. I, I, I usually try to be as skeptical as possible on this stuff, so I look for flaws. I want to find flaws because I want to have uh, points to argue against Mike, who's a damn optimist. Um, so, um, yeah, I think uh, we're coming to the consensus. Probably authentic. So if you got one of those, congratulations. Um, and if you disagree with us, let us know why you disagree with us and uh, show us your points and pictures. And we need evidence, uh, not just opinions. So um, you guys got anything to promote this week? Hmm. As always, you can follow me on social networks, the Autograph Network on YouTube. I put up videos randomly. I'm not set to any kind of schedule. I try to post stuff on social networks, Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram. But it's random. Real life comes first. <laughs> Troy? Uh, yeah, I'm going to be doing catching up on some videos here in the next uh, few weeks. Hopefully return to doing them as soon as they come in. Uh, and like Zane has been doing a fantastic job at promotion, but uh, just a reminder that the book Autograph Collecting Secrets makes a great Christmas present. And you can find it on Amazon or you can get the audio version on audible.com. Oh, Mike's. I was touching it. Is that some nice... Like, yeah, present it right there. Right there. <laughs> yeah, if you have any youngins in your family, you're wanting to get into collecting. It's a really good book to uh, to get somebody interested and, and uh, to really learn the ins and outs of today's hobby. So, I urge you to go get pick that up. Um, you can catch me at the Savage Library on eBay and uh, Fabric Fobs on Etsy. And that's it for this week. Hope you enjoyed uh, this week in Autographers Anonymous. You take care. All of you autograph addicts.